0: This is Dan Eaton, and this is Crisis Management, Columbus Business First's podcast about doing business amid the coronavirus pandemic. Ohio shut down dine-in restaurant service and limited group gatherings from March to May. Some of those restrictions are still in place today. That created an issue for Columbus Food Adventures. Its business was built around eating in restaurants, in groups. Now 10 years into the business, owners Bethia Wolf and Andy Diaz have had to reconfigure how they work. Instead of bringing the people to food, they're bringing food to the people. And the pivot is working. Its Trustfall delivery program has not only helped the business survive the pandemic's impact, but it's proven to be good enough that it gives Wolf and Diaz confidence the business will be even stronger when tours can resume in the future. In this episode, the owners explain the how and why they expect to be an even stronger business having gone through the pandemic. And they also talk about what they need to see to feel confident in resuming tours. As always, thanks for listening. I'll start with the the place we've been starting with uh, uh, just about everyone in these last (laughs) six months, which is how has COVID-19 impacted what you do?
1: (laughs) Well, in so far as everything we do is, uh, at least up till COVID, was entirely based around taking people to restaurants. In groups. (laughs) In in groups, large groups. uh, It's completely upended. You know, in a sense, uh, we were starting from scratch. You know, we just had to completely reconfigure everything, think about it in terms of what we have and how it can fit with new circumstances. Result of that was, at least the first result of that, was TrustFall, uh, which is our restaurant uh, delivery service. We've been doing that for, I think it's just six months now. Is that correct?
2: um, Next Friday will be six months.
0: Yeah. The pandemic hits, restaurants get shut down how long it sounds like you guys were able to switch to this relatively quickly i guess all things considered cuz i mean
2: it took us a month i okay. think you know the first couple of weeks it was so hard to know could we do this could we do it safely mm-hmm. you know there was so much lack of information that it was like you know is it a risk to ourselves is it a risk to our customers how can we do this mm-hmm. that benefits the restaurants and is safe We started April 16th, so it was just just over a month really after we stopped doing tours. We were lucky, you know, because we had so many relationships with restaurants that we've built over the last decade of doing tours that we were, I think, able to get started relatively quickly by using some of our tour partners and then other restaurants that we had good relationships with.
0: When did you... Get the idea to, to sort of bring that experience to people as opposed to bringing, bringing the people to the experience, so to speak. I guess when when in the process did you think, hey, this is how we can turn change this business?
1: You, you know, the idea came pretty quickly. Yeah. And we kind of bounced it around for a month before we decided to commit to it. The kind of idea of looking at, as she was saying, all the relationships that we have and how we can kind of maintain the core tenets of our business and so in a sense instead of taking people on an adventure bringing the adventure to them we kind of narrowed that down fairly quickly uh, as a concept but then does it actually work in terms Mm -hmm. of can we pull it off functionally does it actually work in terms of it's safe you know it took us a while to get to the Level of comfort where we could actually pull mm-hmm. it And
2: just to iron out all the details, you know, there's one thing having the idea, mm-hmm. and then it's another thing working through all the logistics of yeah. how many meals can you actually deliver in a given mm-hmm. time frame, and how do you uh, make sure that they're still warm when they get there, and how do you figure out your routes. And, you know, so it took a little while to kind of nail down all the details.
0: Yeah. Uh, For folks who may not be familiar, uh, tell me about Trustful. Uh, What is it? How does does it work?
2: Yeah, so Trustful is basically a meal delivery service. Mm -hmm. The difference with any other kind of food delivery is that you don't know what you're getting. Mm -hmm. So you are essentially ordering dinner, a dinner for two. Um, we will deliver it. And we give you an hour-long window of time that it will be delivered, for example, between 6.30 and 7.30. Mm-hmm. But you, inherent in the name, you are trusting us. Um, we pick the restaurant, we pick the dishes, and you don't know what you're getting until it arrives. The meal, we guarantee that it will be enough for dinner. The mm-hmm. format of the dinners vary. Like, it might be just entrees. It might be included an appetizer or a dessert. We always print out a menu, Here's an example. So they always get a handout that comes with it that describes, you know, gives them a little information about the restaurant and describes the dishes. And then when we can, we also accompany it with a YouTube video that we record with the restaurant, allowing them in their own words, if they want to and are comfortable to, um, to explain what the dishes are. Sometimes, like yesterday, we featured hand-pulled noodles, and so we were able to share a video of the noodles being pulled. So people who haven't had the chance to see that are able to.
0: How many nights a week are you running this?
1: Depending on the week, either Mm -hmm. four or five nights. It's always Tuesday through Friday. We've been doing some sort of um, bigger tickets, Saturday Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) ones that have gone really well.
0: For uh, your logistics sake, so each night there's, there's what, one or two restaurants that you're using and then the next night there'll be, is, is it, is it two? Is it more than one? I guess, how many restaurants? So uh,
1: we are doing four restaurants a week with okay. no restrictions. Mm-hmm. And then one, one of those four uh, weekday nights, we will add a vegetarian restaurant. And so it it generally ends up being five restaurants a week, and then with Saturday ones, it can be six restaurants
0: a week. We've done the vegetarian one a few times, and uh, they've been great. They were it was uh, a Chinese. We had um, it was uh, we had a stir fried. It was stir fried potatoes and onions, Uh I think, or peppers. Uh Stir fried potatoes and peppers. Oh, uh,
2: Chinese. Yeah, yeah,
0: and uh, I loved it. Like I was like I'd never had stir fried potatoes before, and they were almost like. Almost like shoestring fries, like real thin, exactly. Yeah, it was really good, really good. We had a great uh, eggplant too, a stir fried. uh, uh, Yeah, that was a good meal. Yeah.
2: They um. So we, I think now at total, we're up to we've worked with fifty six different restaurants. Okay. Um, You know, we definitely we started off with uh, quite a few of the restaurants we worked with on tours, but we really expanded that. um, Mm -hmm.
0: What's your pitch to the restaurants? And if, if you've worked with 56, it sounds like they've been pretty pretty receptive. But when you go to them and say, hey, this is what we're doing,
2: you're what do you tell them? I yeah. want a dinner for, two, for 40, yeah. 40
0: people. Yeah. That's a pretty good pitch.
1: It's, it's, it's really straightforward <laughs> when, yeah. uh, when you're not asking for them to discount. Yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the big differences between us and the, uh, the, the major food delivery mm-hmm. services. So essentially we're saying, we want to order what we hope will be 20 meals 10 of them at this time and 10 of them at this mm-hmm. time and we'll pick them up and deliver them to people and um and we'll
2: pay you yeah <laughs> yeah
1: and, and, yeah and, and we'll pay you exactly what you what your menu price is and you know the only time you have any any sort of pushback is on occasions where they're like what's the real angle that you know, <laughs> they're, they're kind of overthinking it, but no, it's 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 all pretty straightforward.
2: We've tried to structure it that we're not overwhelming them. I mean, mm-hmm. the restaurants—they have, you know, I think at the moment, particularly, you know, people want business, but they also need to be able to handle it with their staffing and be able to turn out a quality product. You know, that's why we we limit the numbers to make it, but you know, easy for mm-hmm. them to say yes to.
0: We had already touched on, uh, just based off my personal experience, uh, that I had Chinese through it a few times. But what are some of the other cuisines or the places that you've used, and, and what do you look for within, in your partners that you want to so work with?
2: We've actually covered food from 35 different countries. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we definitely. Are looking for you know we love to include some novelty and some of that is through different cuisines that people may not have tried. Um, some of that is with restaurant partners that we have used we you know a lot of our partners are really enjoying having a chance to be creative and offer some dishes that aren't on their regular menu. Mm-hmm. So for example Si Senor on um, in Grandview you know they are primarily a sandwich shop they're very well known for their sandwiches but the owner has been cooking some off the menu meals for us so he's been cooking you know ahi chicken and beef stews and last week he did pork belly cooked in a china box Mm. so it's you know it's been um it's given him a chance i think to do something different in addition to that one thing that's really important to us is to choose food that we really think people will like so Mm -hmm. you know we're not going to serve anything too weird we try not to serve things that are crazy spicy Mm -hmm. it's very much in our interest that people enjoy their dinner because you know, they're more likely to order again. And so we choose dishes that we've really enjoyed from around the city um that we think people should try.
0: And it's also and, and you can correct me if I'm I'm wrong or mischaracterizing this, but you know, I think You've always had a, an element of wanting to introduce folks to to new things and make connections between, you know, customers and, and uh, if not cuisine, certainly maybe operators or, or, or restaurants around town that they yeah, may not and that's know what, of.
1: That's absolutely right. And, and it really has been surprising to us to the extent to which this is an opportunity to reach a completely different set of people. We, we always rec- recognized in the abstract that not everybody is a tour person, mm-hmm. but the number of people that were really excited by the idea of putting their dining experience in our hands, if they weren't, you know, having to participate in this sort of group setting, you know, it, it really is just a completely different group of people. Well, I shouldn't say completely different mm-hmm. because there's some overlap. There are definitely some of our kind of long-term food adventures tour customers that are also fairly excited about it too
2: but um definitely some different people yeah uh, Mm -hmm. who wouldn't have come on a tour who would do this and but I I think it's interesting because in some ways trustful is very different than what Mm -hmm. we normally do but then in other ways it's just a real extension of doing the same thing and you know as you identified introducing people to new things and highlighting the diversity of Columbus but doing it in a different way it's been a really gratifying one I mean um, one of my friends last week who's being a regular, trustful customer, she said, you know, you know, we thought we were really up on, you know, restaurants in Columbus, but we've been introduced to so many new things that we've really enjoyed. And I think, too, even when it's a restaurant that somebody may have been to, it's still probably going to be dishes that they wouldn't have ordered. We've had a couple of people tell us, you know, like, if I had seen this on a menu, I never would have ordered it. But it came, and I tried it, and I loved it.
0: Yeah, st- stir-fried potatoes. I would never, I would never get it. Seriously, I would see yeah, yeah. that it's like potatoes and peppers stir-fried. Nah, no, nah, I, would, right. I wouldn't get that. But uh, but I had it and it was great, so I would get it again. So I can I can put myself in that category. Do you have a sense for how much overlap there is with maybe previous customers and in, in, in new customers?
1: Hmm. You know, uh, it it's hard to say because our food yeah. adventures customers come from far beyond just Central Ohio. Right. You Know it, it, I think it just sort of tickles a different segment of mm-hmm. our social media followers.
2: But of the trustful customers, how many do you think have been on tours? Maybe third to a half, maybe a half. Oh, I doubt that
1: many. Yeah. I, 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 would, I guess I, the honest <laughs> answer we don't know. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would be surprised if it was more than a quarter.
2: Yeah, a tour? yeah, yeah. yeah one of the other real differences is in the kind of the frequency. So Mm -hmm. um, if you, you know, a food tour is something that you maybe do once or twice a year. And I would say most people, you know, a lot of our customers, they'll do a food tour and maybe they do it with their mom for her birthday. Mm -hmm. And maybe they love it. And maybe they do another one with a group of friends later in the year, but it's, it's pretty rare that people are doing a large number of food tours in a year. I mean, we do get a good number of repeat customers, but it's usually spread over Mm -hmm. um, a longer time period. Um, But with Trustful, you know, we have people who are now regulars who order it once a week. Um, We have some people, we've had some customers who will order it multiple times a week. Mm -hmm. But certainly, you know, I'd say a lot of people order it a couple of times a month. So it's just kind of a different animal from that. Yeah.
0: Is... Is this a, a better business than what you were doing before? Or, or do you, you know, I guess if things, if things go back to something resembling normal, would you still incorporate this in some way? Or would you go kind of forward yeah, back to I what you were doing before?
1: I think it's a complimentary business.
0: Yes. It's not,
1: you know, it, it, it is not as profitable as the yeah. food tours are. And, and to be frank, it wasn't built to be. Yeah. I mean, you know, when we were sort of looking at things from the very beginning, we recognized that a lot of restaurants uh, were in a really fragile state. Mm -hmm. And that was, uh, my perception was, is that that was compounded by the fact that they were increasingly relying on Uber Eats and Grubhub and other of these uh, businesses that take a significant price. I I mean, really kind of entirely take their profits. And, you know, you add that in with the fact that uh, the restaurants generally aren't selling the highest margin uh, um, items, the beverages and such. And, you know, it sort of felt like, you know, this is, has the potential to be a sort of an extinction event for a lot of these guys. And so, so you know, a big part of our thinking was we need these guys around and we like these guys. And uh, that focus on making sure that, you know, they were being fully compensated for what they were doing and that focus on trying to make sure that the drivers were appropriately compensated for what they were doing it was never going to pencil out to be be a, be a huge income generator but with that said you know when we look at our business and we remove the private tour part which is just completely obliterated our actual sales are slightly up from last mm-hmm. year Profits, not so much, but, the, same, but you mm-hmm. know, the sales are up.
2: I mean, I think I mean, COVID has been terrible <laughs> for us in many ways, and, you know, for so many people in so many ways. But I think for us, one of the kind of um, silver linings or, you know, bright points that come out of it is that we will come out of this pandemic with a more diversified business. Mm-hmm. Um, so previously, you know, we had public tours, we had private tours now we'll have, you know, public tours, private tours, and then we'll have trustful and gift boxes. So we'll, you know, I I think that puts us in a, you know, in a better place. Kind of funny, you know, this July was our 10th anniversary of Food Adventures. And I I think it's kind of been good. Like we're now kind of into our second era, I think with more different products. So I'm kind of, you know, I think it was kind of good that we had sort of a we were forced to do something a little different. I don't think, you know, what we're doing will replace I mean, I, I still think there's something so wonderful about being able to take a food tour in a neighborhood like German Village where you can see the history and the architecture and learn about them and try delicious food and experience all the things that you see walking around the neighborhood. You know, I don't think that taking people a take out dinner is A replacement replacement to that, you know, I think so, but I also, but I do think it still gives us an opportunity to work with chefs and work with restaurants and open people up to, to things that, um, and a a slightly different audience to things (laughs) that wouldn't be coming on the tours. So. Mm
1: -hmm. And with, and with all that said, I do feel like the day-to-day experience of running Trustfall just in terms of the interactions is an extraordinarily positive thing. When I'm doing deliveries, the the interactions with the folks that are limited are are, are so very nice. And, uh, you know, when you're working with the restaurants, you really get an opportunity to see how other business folks are adapting to things and, and doing so with, I think, just astonishing grace and level headedness for the most part. Uh, you know, it's an experience born of uh difficulty but it's a it's
2: a very edifying one yeah drivers you know they'll tell us that when they get there you know people are excited to see them i think in a way that's different when they're doing other kind of you know meal deliveries and things how have
0: the sales trends been have they have they has it grown as the long as long as you've done it has it has it sort of steady you know evened off at, at some point i guess what have you seen over the last few months
1: you know, it's been somewhat uh, supply limited. You know, it grew very quickly and uh, kind of topped off. And then and then we saw what we've seen year after year, that as soon as sort of back to school hits, mm-hmm. it tapers off a bit. And it really has been slight. But, you know, we've had the first few weeks where we haven't sold every single one that we put out. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, um but we still sold ninety ninety five percent of that that's just been consistent with our trends with food tours mm-hmm. and anything've since we've begun
0: yeah, that seems like a nice transition to uh, the new addition to the business, which you just uh uh touched on, which was gift boxes. so tell me a little bit about uh what that is
2: you know we've obviously been kind of looking for other opportunities. We normally sell a lot of gift certificates in the holidays. Um, And we think that this year, there's gonna be a little bit of a shift with people wanting to give more tangible gifts. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to give a gift certificate for something when you're not sure when exactly you're gonna be able to redeem it. Um, And, you know, I think people are still a little uncertain about what travel will look like next year. We felt, you know, that kind of more tangible gifting was going to be important. Um, you know, we've been working with a lot of our partners through Trustfall, but that's kind of more of the immigrant kitchens and the restaurants. Okay. Um, but we have a lot of other partners that we normally work with through the farmers markets and at the North Market and other tours that mean wanting to do something with them and to support them. So the gift boxes kind of fits into to that area. We have four different gift boxes that we'll be offering. One is a Thanksgiving box. Um, that will ship in November, um, and the other three are holiday, kind of related, they will ship in December. We think in in addition to kind of the traditional gifting patterns um, this year, I think for the holidays, a lot of people won't be able to travel to be with family and friends in the same way that they've been used to. And, you know, the holidays are very much about sharing food and gathering around food. So it's obviously not the same as being there in person, but sending um, a box of local goodies to say, you know, we, we're sorry we can't be there, but enjoy these. So we, we're we working with 30 different local vendors, ranging from, you know, Middle West Spirits to Black Radish Creamery and you know a huge array of different wonderful local products Um, and it's a lot of things that we love to gift ourselves that we love to eat and enjoy ourselves that uh, you know we're excited to share them with people so put a lot of work in there curating the boxes we think that they will work well just like kind of personal gifting and you know for people that want to support local businesses hopefully some corporate gifting as well.
1: What she
2: said. Uh, So yeah, so we're excited. It's, it's been a lot of work. It's a very different, you know, it's very different um, than what we normally do. But again, you know, it kind of builds on what we normally do because it's a lot of the same partners that we love to tell their stories on tours and introduce people to their honeys and their cheeses and their spices while we're doing food tours. And now we just do that in a different way. So.
0: Fantastic. What do you need to see, or what would you what would you need to see, I think that's the best way to, to, to phrase it, to kind of get more back to normal? What, what are the indicators that you'll look for to say, all right, now we can resume doing, do, we're comfortable resuming tours?
2: So, I mean, at the moment, groups and restaurants are restricted to 10 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously we can run tours for groups of less than 10 people, but normally a tour for us is 14 or 15 people. So that's one. Mm-hmm big thing groups you know people between parties in a restaurant you're supposed to have six feet of distancing so if you have a group even if you you know you only have 10 people on a tour if they need to be six feet apart from each other inside the restaurant um, or even just standing out on the sidewalk you know it's very difficult to maintain social distancing in indoor spaces between people that don't know each other as part of a group we're gonna really need to see a big lifting of the social distancing and kind of group size restrictions for tours to be viable. And I think, you know, there's, there's kind of what we're allowed and what we're able to do, but there's really, I think, for us, it's gonna be a lot of customer appetite. You know, we are seeing some people wanting to go on tours and calling and asking about tours. And we are offering one tour, that's the taco truck tour, where we are able to socially distance. Um, easily but I think to really make the tours viable there's going to be need to be a much higher level of comfort um, in the community you know the food tours I think in some ways they kind of particularly tricky because you can't wear a mask for a duration of a food tour because if you're going to be eating or drinking you have to you know obviously Mm -hmm. take the mask off and so if you're doing that inside and you're doing that with people you don't know it just becomes becomes hard to do
1: that so. And, and I think just I think there needs to be a broad based cultural sort of consensus in terms of the the comfort of doing things of mm-hmm. this nature and we've been part of a kind of a food tour uh, organization where we've talked to other tour groups. Uh, some of whom were in the south where the restrictions were lax and they decided to push on with tours through through this period, and the difficulties they were met with were astonishing, uh, not only in terms of people's um, varying willingness to comply with kind of common sense mm-hmm. guidelines, uh, but also the way they were regarded by onlookers, mm-hmm. uh, they, were, they got a lot of criticism from them. And so it's very hard for me to imagine putting one of our guides in a position where they're having to deal with that from, from all sides. So. I, you know, I think when, when there's, you know, broad based notion that this is the sort of thing we can do again, then we'll do it.
2: And it really, you know, it's things like restaurants that will need to have the dining rooms open, you know, at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, a lot of the, our partners are still take out only, um, and then the places that take out only, they don't have restrooms, you know, which is another factor, when, you know, when you have a group. so. You know, we obviously we would love to be running tours, and we will do you know as soon as we you know think it's safe and, and desirable to do so. But it I think it's it's still going to be a while.
0: Can either do you think of anything I haven't asked you about?
1: I don't know. That I can think of anything specifically, but I I guess I would like to mention that I just looked, and we've sold our 2,500th trust fall. <laughs> yeah. which,
2: which and, we, uh, and we saw our first gift box today we? <laughs> <There> <laughs> we, you go. we were very excited about
1: we it's just, a big day
2: yeah uh, yeah we just launched them this week and you know we know it's a little early yeah. um but we wanted to you know kind of get the ball rolling so to speak so um so yeah we're excited mm-hmm.
0: good well well congratulations thank you both for for taking uh some time out of your day um uh, for me here
1: thanks fantastic Well,
0: good talking with you. Absolutely. Good talking with both of you as well. I hope you have uh, the rest of your Thursdays. Great. I hope you sell some more uh, boxes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. All
0: right. Have a good one.
2: Bye. Bye.